Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, Vanessa Ragland. Hi, Cole. How are you? Very good. How are you? I'm pretty amazing. Big news, you guys. I had a baby! And it's so cute. Yeah, it's like a little person? Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Half gremlin, half human. Right. But then there's also a lot of kitten sprinkled in, because it keeps (laughs) meowing at us. Meow, meow, meow. It's really cute, you guys. His name is Oliver, and he is on the soundboard today. He is. <laughs> John is wearing him. So if the levels are all over the place. This kid, he's it's, not good yet. Yeah, he isn't really understanding <laughs> grasping things yet, so he's not really good at writing the levels. No. Uh, but he's a good intern, so we'll keep him while we can. Right. Oh, but speaking of needing interns and support, <laughs> we're listener supported. That's right. Your uh, donations help us to make this happen. And I'm a struggling single mother. If you don't count John. (laughs) (laughs) You don't count her whole husband. Uh, Otherwise, every little bit helps. There's a donate button on our website. It's popmyculturepodcast.com. And uh, if you do donate, we'll give you a shout out on a future episode. That's right. I'll even have the baby do it. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so uh, next episode, we'll round those up. Yep. Um, also, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. It's really easy. You just go on iTunes and click review. There you go. <laughs> then you do five stars and you say, you know, positive things. Speaking of review. Oh, yeah. Our, our guest, guest today. today. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's the host of that Too show. Too good of a segue. And Comedy Central. I couldn't resist You're it. You're good. Uh, we will introduce him momentarily. Yeah. Really excited he's here. Um, what else? Uh, you can send us an email. Oh, yeah. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. Yep, we will read them all and we'll respond to you, hopefully in a timely fashion. And we love hearing from you. And we uh, love it when you send us guest suggestions and stuff, because sometimes you get our wheels turning on people that we were like, oh, yeah, that could be great. Exactly. Madonna. Right. <laughs> we got to get her. That's the big fish. We booked Mad Donna, which is very different. It's just this kind of crazy chick named Donna. But her Twitter handle was so convincing. Yeah, you know. What, what, what do you know? Nothing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's uh, about it. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and uh, get to our guest, shall we? I can't wait. He's All so right. charming. Here we go. Bye. Uh, our guest today, a very funny guy. He's the host of Review with Forrest McNeil on Comedy Central. Also, uh, you've probably heard him on Comedy Bang Bang a ton and his brand new podcast. Podcast, the Andy Daly Pilot Project on Earwolf, ladies and gentlemen. Andy Daly is oh, here. Oh, hello. <laughs> I like that Welcome. sound. Welcome. Thank you. Cool. It's a morning dove. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I did a job where I traveled around with a magician and his bird. Wait, and, really? Yeah. Yeah, for a summer. And his name was Mundaka, and the bird's name was Tika, and she was a Javanese dove. And so I perfected my a Javanese dove impression. It's the only impression I do. Go. And there's a finger movement that accompanies it for those listening at home. There's a twinkly finger movement. (laughs) Fingers helps the sound along. So were you a bird keeper? No. What was your role? We were all uh, we were all pressed into the service of keeping this bird. No, but I was. uh, It was. um, (laughs) Man, it's hard to explain. (laughs) The fruit. You remember that beverage, Fruitopia? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 1994. Their, their plan for a way to market the beverage was they put a bunch of street performers in buses that were made up to look like Ken Kesey's, you know, further bus. And they sent us out to public places, street performers spilling out, doing a free show, and then handing out free Fruitopia beverages. Was what the, a was beautiful vision for the perfect world. The Fruitopian <laughs> <Yeah>. world. <laughs> so it was me and a rollerblading hip-hop mime and a, a magician who produced a bird. The magician's name was Mundaka? Mundaka, yes. Mundaka. And he was very spiritual. And oh, very, good. Uh, I often say that he looked like he stepped out of a 70s rock opera about pirates. That was his <laughs> style. I like that you speak of him often to this day. All the time. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of Mundaka. Daka. You don't often something see faith-based magic. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, he, yeah. He's very spiritual. Well, he did, he had like a new agey kind of presentation to his act. 
But then off, he did not talk much about God. He dropped him in once or once. Fruitopia was like, please, Mundaka. <laughs> they did. They seriously did. Well, oh there was a bit God. of a controversy because, yeah, they were like, hey, keep the God stuff out of it. And he was like, no problem. But, <laughs> and he sat in the van and read the Bible all the time. One of those guys always finding new things. That's interesting in that a magician yes. would be so into the Bible. Oh, oh, interesting. Why Don't do you, you think? Because, well, you, there's a lot of like. Because it's an affront to God. It's a wizard. Is. Oh, yeah. A wizardry movement. <laughs> Well, I know that he is... Okay, this is the trajectory I know about Mundaka. <laughs> he started out as a magician with this kind of new age... St- uh, like, uh, his tricks were sort of... Um, what's the word? <laughs> they, they were hung around creation myths that seemed to be of his own making. <laughs> I, and then, <laughs> and then, he, I, then I think he found Jesus. Oh. And then I saw him in Pulled Times him Square. <laughs> There he was. <laughs> <laughs> Made him levitate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I saw him and his magician's assistant slash wife uh, years after the gig in Times Square uh, doing like Jesus rock. Uh, <laughs> performing it in Times Square. And now I looked him up recently and he's hosting a Christian radio show in upstate New York. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so it's been, he's transitioned out of magic. Mundaka's the, the had quite a magic. life trajectory. Yeah, Mundaka sure in the morning. Check out the crystals on that guy. He says in this bio for the radio station's website that they knew nobody in Syracuse. And had no reason to go there except that they felt that God was calling them to go there. And so to they did. Syracuse. To and then Syracuse. he planted a beautiful radio. Evidently. Theme. Do you think yeah. they have like, just the idea of like Christian morning radio is cracking me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the morning arc. With <laughs> <laughs> the morning arc. They just have a bunch of different animal sound effects on the board that they can, two by Literally two guys. two of every animal is in here. <laughs> moo, moo. <laughs> Make more room in the board for animal sounds. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger board. Well, I think we all saw the podcast opening up with the Mundaka yep. anecdote. Sure. I mean, that was... Uh, yeah. So then I think we need to <laughs> talk about the listeners. Is equally as important as okay. Mundaka, mm. which is that Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin oh. from Coldplay are separating. Yes. A conscious uncoupling. Which, right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> a conscious uncoupling. Yeah, why Because a lot of couples just unconsciously yeah. uncouple. And right. What, what happened? Like, what happened? I haven't, <laughs> seen that. I haven't seen my husband in 10 years. <laughs> oh. We just sort of drifted apart literally. I had right. no idea. I went to sleep last night. <laughs> when I woke up, I was divorced. Uh, unconscious coupling. <laughs> Not uh. sure what state of consciousness I was in when we got that divorce, but I'd like to take it back. It wasn't yeah. goopy enough. I read her article, the goop article that she wrote on conscious uncoupling. Oh. Which is how she announced their separation. Wait, is goop a website? Goop is her lifestyle website magazine situation. I, would, I don't know if I'd want to like, call my lifestyle after goop. It doesn't sound... Cole, sounds, you're very late on this It sounds joke. like Nickelodeon Flom or Gak or... <laughs> sounds like she lost Splooch. an argument to name Apple Goop and was like, fine, I'll name the website Goop. <laughs> I'm going to use this name, Chris. <laughs> this is a good name. This is my daughter Goop. That's yeah, weird. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not... Uh, it doesn't matter Not that it doesn't matter, but, like, the divorce isn't interesting. It's just funny when it's like, I have to have a lifestyle spin on my divorce. Like, to imagine oh. that brainstorming at home of like, so I've got to do a blog about it. Sure. Everybody's going to want to read the blog. Yeah, I guess. Really? You know, like, I, I don't know. I, years ago, I was on the uh, showbiz show with David Spade, and he one night did a rant about Gwyneth Paltrow that to me seemed really vicious. And I kept hearing from people saying, that was great. That's exactly how I feel about Gwyneth Paltrow. And I was like, I don't get it. But now over – I mean, that was years ago. And – it, it it has not died down. People have a he real head of the curve. People have a beef with <laughs> Paltrow, and my question is: I don't know why. I don't know anything about. It. But <laughs> do you? Is it your sense that she gets that and is responding to that, or no? I think no. I don't. Really, I've never really had a huge issue with her. I know okay. she does rub a lot of people incredibly the wrong way. Yeah. I think she's just sort of silly and pretentious, uh-huh, and like right. takes it to this level where it's like. 
Really? <laughs> Come on. Like, have enough sense not to show us about, like, because she does all these things. I get the newsletter. Don't worry. You get the goop uh, newsletter? I get the goop newsletter. Oh, You're on the goop group. But it's like, oh, everyday <laughs> skincare. The and then their everyday skincare, like, thing that's, like, for every woman on the go, all the stuff in the thing is, like, $400 night cream. Wow. And then I'll use this uh, fish oil that costs $3 million under my eye. It's just so incredibly out of touch. Yeah. But yet she's promoting it as, like, something for every woman. Oh, wow. Um, that's my beef. My okay. personal beef. I bet, yep. I bet Paltrow was like, when Anne Hathaway started being Anne Hathaway, but she was like, thank you. Yes. Keep talking. <laughs> this is great. Pulling it off of me. Because I just feel like she's just not really in the public eye that much anymore. You know what I mean? Like, she hasn't been making a lot of movies. She's kind right. of slowed down on that side of things. She doesn't need to. She's got goop. She does have goop. Girlfriend yeah. got goop. Mad goop. <laughs> does goop stand for something? I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yeah. No. But now she's got to regroup. New goop. (laughs) New goop. (laughs) Top of some new goop. Some new goop, yo. Talk goop. It's like talk soup, but pretentious commentary instead of funny commentary. Never mind. Next next topic. Okay, I'm on board. Sorry, guys. Well, what are we going to do about this situation? Can we get them back together? We get them back together. Oh, parent trap. Yeah. Parent trap. Mm-hmm. We got to make a we'll summer force camp. Force a chance encounter. Yep. Oh, but then we have to give her twins and switch them. Oh. Well, I right? guess I haven't seen parent trap. <laughs> it's complicated. Truth be told. We All right, to Apple. I'll meet you on top of the Empire State <laughs> Building at sundown. I don't know why you want me to do that. Or why I have a bottle of champagne. <laughs> I'm wearing, I've got a red rose in a book. We can do this. We can get them back together. They just have to remember so. how they first met. That little Italian restaurant. Oh. Parent trap reference. Oh, man. <laughs> have they remade that? They have, surely. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. Lilo. I'm sure they'll reboot it again. Yeah. It's, about it's time. a classic tale of twins swapping identities yeah. to reunite their parents. She wanted a word that means nothing but could mean Oh. Right, so she wanted a word that means nothing but could mean anything. I don't know why people think she's pretentious. Yeah. Does, oh, did, did she go through a whole bunch of different like words that she thought were nonsense <laughs> and then just looked them up to make sure? Poodle. No, poodle's real. Uh, poodle's real. Something. <laughs> uh, she finally landed on goop. She paid like some firm like $100,000. I need you to generate yeah. some words. But I feel like goop does mean something. It does. There's goop over here. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's There's sticky substance. Yeah. Yeah. All right, right. Gwyneth, here's what we got for you. We got spleeg. Is that good? No. Um, frog. <laughs> frog is a frog. <laughs> oh, A-U-G. Doesn't F-R-H. mean anything, but couldn't mean everything. Frog <laughs> does mean something, <laughs> but could mean anything. Oh. Well, all right, I'm on board. I'm on board. I hate her. I'm on board. You're so easy. Sure, no problem. Well, somebody else is rubbing people the wrong way right now. Here we go. And that the would be bad hand job. Giver. That would be <laughs> our recurring character. Oh boy. <laughs> Love that character. Yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> we just put this uh, sandpaper glove on. <laughs> That's my bad morning suit. Add a little glue. All right, it's gonna be a fun after this. Uh, Nick Cannon. Oh, Mr. Mariah Carey. He donned some white face. Yep, she has a new white face character named Connor Smallnut to promote Smallnut. his new. Nut. That's yep. what I take offense to. So right to. there, yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't mind the white face. But I think Connor's nut, a nice really? name. Yeah, so, so, uh, so whitey tiny dick, basically. Yeah. Uh, Connor Smallnut, uh, to promote his album White People Party Music. So he's, he d- literally donned white face and started t- making videos and photos and It's like a skater and, dude sort of yeah. character. Okay. He's like a bro. This is like a Chris Gaines type of situation. Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. But it's, you know, like black face but white face so i don't know how to feel about it yeah i think people shouldn't overreact black people haven't used white faces to marginalize us so um, yeah i mean it's not yeah smart. the only time i can think of it is like that eddie murphy sketch on yeah. snl which is brilliant oh the yeah white, the like best. me one where yeah uh, but that's the only thing i can think of so it's well, like it's not something that happens that a lot <laughs> he's less brilliant than that sketch because i don't think so i mean i think small nut is a pretty brilliant move my only beef is if he is, uh, is if we feel like Nick Cannon is taking work away from white rappers. Oh, that's good. You know, that's a really good point. That would be uh, Macklemore is furious. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get him to weigh in on this. Right? He where's where's really snow? Can we get snow to weigh in? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, I, I'd like to see it. Does he look good? Not in really. Face? That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but he isn't going the way I imagined it. Like, how would you imagine his character to be? 
Oh, there we go. Like the voice. Imagine okay. what you would think he sounds like. Um, did you say it was like skater punk music? Yeah, I shouldn't have said that because that gives you a clue. Okay. But if you just heard Connor Small, like when I read about it, I thought I was going to be like, hey, I'm a white guy. Oh, yeah. It's not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it went a different direction. It went a different direction. It was like, brave. You're expecting like an Urkel voice. Yeah. Kind of. But white. But white. <laughs> Workle. He looks a little bit like uh, that guy, uh, Adam Driver, doesn't he? Maybe a little. Yeah. Oh, kind of. But yeah, Adam Driver, I find very oh. attractive. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I never saw it coming. Okay, yeah. It took me three seasons. This was season mm-hmm. three of Girls? Or just yeah. season two? Oh, this no, was just season two? Well, maybe it's two. I think he I snuck know. up on America sideways. He sure did. Uh-huh. He's so good. Yeah? He really is so uh-huh. good. I'm a big fan. But he's so, like, he's so distinctive that, like, like in Lincoln, I was like, what's Adam Driver doing here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. He's getting all kinds of work now. Yeah, like, he was... Good in like Lewin Davis, I thought as as Al Cody. Oh, yeah. Like I thought that was good, but uh, but he's very just like he's on Madam Driver. <laughs> he's very distinctive. Though. Wow. He's no Nick Cannon, uh, right? <laughs> Who is <laughs> Connor Smallnuts? Blackface? Could it ever happen? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Lena Dunham. Make it happen. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, so. You wanted to talk about this, so I oh, guess we will. This is your. Um, this is what I wanted to talk. Do you watch The Good Wife? Uh, did you just ask me if I'm a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't watch The Good Wife, no. Well, okay, so no one at this table I'm does. aware that somebody died. But it, do you know how huge it was? So, no, I don't I haven't gotten to talk about this. Okay. We're here for you. It's, thank, spoiler alert. It's, spoiler alert. Yeah, for those of you listening, Which uh, I just hate a major character... <laughs> A, a incredibly major character was killed off of The Good Wife, a.k.a. one of the primary one stars. One of the main characters was killed off with no ceremony. Wow. And no, people don't die on this show. Like, right. the characters are not dying. This isn't the world of the so show. So this is a show where it's like, it started off where she is the wife of a politician who's involved in a scandal. She, he cheated yep. on her, and it's all about her, like... Uh, her law career. And okay. And kind of like a love triangle. But it's like a law procedural with a family side or like okay. a... Another drama side. Who got killed? Her husband? The love triangle guy. Oh. Who has been the, like, there's three main characters. He's one of the three main characters. Yeah. And basically, I mean, my jaw dropped, you guys. <laughs> I know. I People was, are astounded by this. Was, People are shocked. I didn't know this was coming. It's and then, fine. They're adding the Great Gazoo. It's going to be <laughs> excellent next season. Gross. <laughs> hilarious. You'll love him. They don't even Hi, give dum-dums. him a death scene, though. <laughs> they just... You're having a scene, they cut away, you hear gunshots, and then you really? see him dead on a gurney with a headshot. Oh, I wonder why they did it that way. What? Why did they do it that wild? way? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like, it feels like there has to be a lot of drama behind the scenes. Right? Like, he wants off the show, and they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're yeah. just going to shoot you dead in the head. Yeah. And not even I mean, that care. seems like the kind of thing that they do if they, like, if they lose an actor all of a sudden. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, they just go, well, we'll scramble. We'll, we'll get figure shot something off camera out. And, you know, yeah. Nope. How odd. I think somebody did something sassy, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to solve this in one episode. Uh-huh. You're not going away. There's no chance of you coming back when you, when you like, have the mood. You're not moving, buddy. What did he do? Did he complain about craft services? Oh, they're like, Bad hand jobs. He says one more thing about those red vines. <laughs> swear to God. I'm writing the scene. I'm writing the scene. The Screen Actors Guild bylaws demand a cot. There has to be a cot for the actors. <laughs> That's apparently a true thing, and I've never seen a cot on a set. Not really? One, no, there's time. supposed to be a cot? So I've heard. <laughs> so that an actor can lie down for crying out loud. Oh, they need to. They need to. It's such a rough life. Yeah. Oh, the, whole, yeah. the whole Josh Charles thing is like, I don't know, like, usually nowadays if somebody gets killed off a show, they make a big fucking deal about it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, this big, like, drawn-out thing, like, or it's so crazy the way they get killed that it's, you know, whatever, like, like the Grey's Anatomy kills off characters every other week. Oh, do they? They have so many that they just keep yeah. going through, like, tissue paper, but it's Good. usually pretty grand. <laughs> I uh, go through like, so oh, much tissue paper. Brain tumor, dead, whatever. Cole wraps so many presents. <laughs> That's right. It is a saying. Yeah. He it works is at Macy's. Thing. Is that a saying? Yeah. Going through it like tissue because paper? Because to tell you the truth, if I receive <laughs> tissue paper in a gift, I often keep it Me for too. years to reuse it. Because I never want to buy tissue no, paper. No, I don't even know where to buy tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the tissue district. <laughs> Tis- oh, the tissue district. There's so many competing tissue places. <laughs> there really are. This really city. Drive their prices down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to have it be like off screen, like, oh yeah, by the way, dead is pretty crazy. It yeah. was. Which kind of reminds me of an LA law where they had that one actress step into the open uh, elevator shaft. Whoa. Oh, really? Remember was, that death? No. no I don't 
Yeah, it was like it was a character. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but like basically, an, an elevator theater opens and she she just like turns and, <laughs> and oh. the elevator's not there. And that's that's how I felt. Yeah, because I kept thinking, oh, they're gonna give him a death scene, or he's gonna come. Like, I mean, I didn't. I don't have TV. I watch it on like the CBS site after it airs. Um, so I hadn't seen commercials that were like. I guess there were things like there's a shocking death. Yeah. I knew nothing, and it was just like a they regular used the episode. One of their own. Oh they yeah. Love that one. Oh, oh yeah. Man. It makes everyone so excited. Yes. Who's it gonna be? Well, <laughs> Who's gonna die? One of their own. To me too is like uh, he did Letterman the next night or whatever, and like literally like the promo, the ten second like promo for like on Letterman after Josh Charles is you know got killed off on The Good Wife last night. He'll be here. And I was like, wow, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> that just happened. I would have been real mad if I saw that because the pure joy I felt at that scene just happening was, oh, yeah. it, I was so blindsided. Like the movie Blindside. Okay. Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. I'm all talked out on the blind side today. Yeah, sure. Yeah, as well you should be. New baby. I've been teaching him about the blind side. Have you shown him the Vanity Fair cover with Kanye and Kim on it yet? No, because Nori peed on Kanye during it. Huh, what? That's the story. (laughs) That's the story. I hate to tell you guys. Back up this freight train. (laughs) What happened? So the Vogue cover is what we're talking about, right? Was it Vogue? Okay. Yep. Kanye West, Kim Kardashian looking regal with that naked baby who's such a pretty baby mm. laying on top of the dad. Photoshop baby. They yeah. Photoshop. I mean, really. <laughs> the baby's airbrushed. <laughs> Isn't it ugly baby? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the baby peed on Kanye's fancy outfit while the pictures were being taken. Yeah. The baby yeah. is naked? The baby is nude. Listen, that's going to happen. That's why you yep. have diapers. You've got, you, this is something you know when you <laughs> also, say... Also, this is pornography. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is pornography. It's child pornography, all the worst. <laughs> that's the worst one. That's what I, I heard. In my opinion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. All right. That's well, our, that's our yeah. take on the Vogue. <laughs> well, a lot of people are very upset about it in general. Why? I, why? I think mostly because there's this like... Misconception that like well Vogue has like really good artists on it and blah 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 and I'll, oh come th- on now they're Look becoming us weekly oh. but I feel like every kind of magazine is kind of us weekly nowadays anyway it all like has famous people on the cover that's yeah. why that's the they only have way to that do magazines to sell, sell them because yeah. print is basically dead like you got to do something Apparently. otherwise no one's gonna pick it up that's the truth. You put those power couples with a baby on it, you're going to sell some copies. You're going to push some major copies. Yeah. You know, I just realized, like, uh, the only time I ever bought magazines was at the airport for that specific period of time where I have to turn off my electronic devices. <laughs> just so... <laughs> just, that 10 just minute that, that 10 minutes, I gotta, I'll grab a magazine. It's perfect for a magazine. But now you don't have to turn off your electronic devices anymore. Do they you not? They change the rules. When did they change you that? You can sit there as long as you shift your phone into airport airplane mode, mode, airplane mode. You can sit there and do whatever you want. Oh, on thank it. God. During all the announcements, you no longer have to listen to the crap about where the flotation device is. I don't care. You know, I don't care. We're not going to look. I'm going to die. We're I don't flying care. flying over land. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to listen to it anymore. When did that happen? I guess the last time I flew was it's in be September. Very, very recently, like, oh, wow. like the last month. I cannot yeah. wait to fly. And that's it. But that's it for magazines. Yeah. Forget it. They're done. They are done. I guess all they'll sell at those little uh, Hudson News is like chargers now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, like, I think last year I was coming back from I think this Bridgetown Comedy Festival and I was sitting with, like across from Pat Francis and he was name dropping. Yeah, his Kindle loaded. Festival dropping. He had his Kindle loaded with like a new book. He's like, ah, I'm so excited to read this. He's like, he sat down and they're like, Bing, please power off your electronic devices. And he's like, just his face just fell and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, right. Right. I had to power it down, and then I'm just sitting there like reading an actual magazine. Yes. <laughs> Beat ya. But yeah, like literally, I will buy like. Spin or something like that. If I realize, oh, I didn't really bring anything, and I've got an hour plus flight. All yeah. right, I'll spend five bucks to thumb through this. I'm so cheap. I just try to get on the plane fast, and then look in the pockets to see if somebody left. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's pretty cheap. I learned it from my mama. Uh, <laughs> you could do that. You can ask the flight attendants. Anybody leave a newspaper? Hey, is there anything I could look at? <laughs> I mean, I'll read like Spirit that. magazine from cover to cover when I'm on oh, Southwest. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. I do like looking <laughs> at the um, the page where it says which movies are playing, which direction you're going in, and uh-huh. thinking about oh, when I fly back, yes. I got a chance to watch the Crudes again. <laughs> again, <laughs> this will be fun. <laughs> looking forward to that in a week. <laughs> So that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's like certain airlines that have like you know here's your here's your personal screen and you can buy all these oh, movies yeah. or some are free or whatever. Do whatever you want. And then others are like, all right, there's one monitor. 
right. in the ceiling every four rows. It's tiny. <laughs> and you're watching Shrek forever after. There's so many Shreks to choose right. from. That's it. Yeah. We're watching Shrek, and you'll get one episode of 30 Rock. Yep. Shrek. Shrek and 30 Rock. And Mythbusters. That is what you're going to get Perfect in that good. order. And we'll yeah. stop it periodically to make announcements. Oh, the audio will pop out. And you'll probably oh, have the one monitor that's really. not working that has a line constantly going through it. Yeah. But enjoy the movie. <laughs> enjoy the flight. <laughs> I hope you love how much money you paid for this. Because there's no way we could have upgraded our system on the cheap. They couldn't have, okay? <laughs> Sometimes you get, maybe this is, uh, I, I was recently flown. Look, hey, I'm, I'm going to break. Oh my God. I was flown first class. Look, it's no big deal. Relax, relax. Oh. I would never pay my own way first class. <laughs> but they bring, sometimes they'll bring you like a, a, a cheap ass uh, laptop that's specifically designed only for movies, yeah. and a pair of headphones, and it doesn't work very well. They just like deliver it to you. Yeah, everybody gets it whether you want. Complimentary or not. laptop. They so? come by and they drop you off like this movie laptop. <laughs> this laptop is out of date. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> do you uh, partake of all the snacks when you like? Do you feel like you have to live up to first class when you're there? Pretty much, yeah, yeah because it's a very rare treat. Mm. Why, what do I want with warm nuts? <laughs> I don't want warm nuts, but you bring them to me in first class, I'll eat every goddamn nut. I'll fish around in there for nuts I haven't heard of. Nuts Ooh. that I know give me a stomachache. What's this guy? <laughs> That's the life. I've flown like business a few times or whatever. I think I've flown first like once, but like sometimes it ends up being on that flight where you're like, well, it's like a red eye. I'm just going to sleep. So what's the point of me being in like, I'll go and sit back in the sardine can because I'm just going to yeah. conk out for it. But if I'm going to be awake, like, when I flew to on my honeymoon, when I flew to Europe, we were in business, which is nice because nice. like and I watched like four or five movies Ooh, on the yeah. thing up there because I'm going to be awake for it and enjoy this kind of thing. Because the other alternative was talking to your brand new wife, right? No, no thanks. thanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got this thing forever. <laughs> we have plenty of time for talking. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about review. It is fantastic. oh, it's thank so you. good. Oh, thank you so much. So good. Um, which, if people have not yet started it, uh, there it's online. Yep, you can go to the Comedy, Comedy Central, Central website. website. Yeah, well, how, I think if somebody just broke it because so many people are asking me like, when is it going to be in Hulu? On Comedy Central's website, the first episode is there uh, now, and will be there for a while. On Hulu, the first episode is there. I think you can buy all three on iTunes and on Amazon. A bundle. A bundle, but uh, the uh, episodes will hit Hulu Plus three weeks after. Broadcast after air date. Yes, right. wow. You okay. had to learn a lot. I did have to learn a lot because <laughs> people are asking me directly. <laughs> I feel like I need to know. So that's the scoop. But uh, you go to iTunes, buck ninety nine. That's nothing. It's oh, so good. Yeah, Is that and cheap? Or select uh, New York street corners. You might be able to oh, find it yeah. there. Sure, yeah. Why not? I have had some people in England tell me, we can't get it legally here. Sorry. I am loving it, though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. You just admitted to a crime. <laughs> and thank you. I thank you. do appreciate it. <laughs> but they're into us. It's kind of a crime of passion. Yes, that's Ooh, true. That the best kind. Oh, particularly in England. Yeah. On the Misty Moors. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Upstairs, <laughs> downstairs. Oh. Where are they going to do it? <laughs> Yeah. We love it downstairs here. <laughs> the servants are watching it as our golden lady. How passionate. <laughs> well, so this show, I thought watching it, it seemed like it was your show made by you just for you. I didn't realize think. that it had been kind of, not. it's not the same show, but come from an Australian show. to do it. You were. <laughs> that explains the ankle bracelet you've got on. Yeah, it was an Australian series. They did it for two seasons in Australia. And it was a cult hit there. It wasn't on one of their major broadcast networks. It was on some satellite new it was down there. A part of the occult? It was. <laughs> it was Am on, I to uh, understand? Dingo one. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but but it has a loyal following down there. And then Comedy Central got a hold of it and asked me if I wanted to adapt it. I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, but it is, we really started from scratch. Like, I put together a new team to, to make the American version of it. And we just kind of said, like, I guess the deal is we, if we wanted to just do a shot-for-shot remake of exactly what they did in Australia, we could do that or we could do absolutely none of it. Like, yeah. This is all bets are off. You can do whatever you want. So we, we mined their show for ideas, but in general – because we had put together such an incredible writing room, it just and plus we knew we wanted to make a character that played into my strengths. Yeah, um, we ended up mostly recreating it 
from scratch. Shot from shot. Remaking the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yes, it may. Uh, it, that's why you feel that it's, it seems like a show it's, that was great yeah, it's for me. so perfect yeah. for you. And that sounds like Comedy Central was great to work with in terms of like letting you guys run with it. Yeah, they were. It's funny. Like people have asked me, like you know, because I've worked um, for HBO and Eastbound and Down. Like, what's the difference? And like, no, I mean, there's no limits. Comedy Central really. The only note I think we ever really got from them was go further. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Except for we do have a thing. Uh, uh, what's it like to go to an orgy? Forest reviews orgies, and there were quite a few standards and practices notes on that. Well, I read an interview with you where the they won't let you show the ingestion of cocaine. Oh like, yeah, like that's like a limit that they put up. But like the it's way so you guys funny. get around it is basically there's not like a veil over, no, over no, no. it at all. It's so funny. I think yeah, you don't even notice it. They, it has to uh, drug use just can't be instructional, meaning that a young person who does not know how to do ca- cocaine can't. Where does know it go? It. Where does it go? <laughs> exactly. Hey man, let's watch that YouTube clip of review. <laughs> but you can do everything up to like cutting lines and rolling up a dollar bill. But as long as they don't actually see the moment of ingestion, that's that's good enough. It's well, good. it's working. Yeah. Nobody knows how to do drugs. That's right. Thanks to TV. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these teenagers. Okay, I just don't know what to do with it. They've got it. They've got their dollar thing. They're like, now it's somehow it's gonna it's gonna be up in my nostril, but I don't know. Oh, damn television I guess I'll just do my homework <laughs> I guess I'll finish this application to Stanford <laughs> boop, 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 boop. well speaking of Eastbound and Down and HBO that process it feels so improvised when you're watching the show how yeah. does it work on set which both either a show because they both work the same way actually oh, they do? which is that uh, yeah Eastbound and Down those guys wrote Perfect scripts, yeah. awesome, hilarious scripts. But then when we got to set, like some days they wanted to do the scripts like it was written, but most of the time they were just like, do whatever you want. And oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it's super fun knowing that, you know, oh, you guys wrote some things I for sure want to say that are so much fun, but I also know that we can just, we'll just fuck I know around. a few other words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just mess around. And some scenes, I think this is a David Gordon Green thing that he likes to do because he directed some of the episodes. He puts two cameras on uh, on tracks mm-hmm. that are uh, it's like an L shape. One is going you know this way. One is, what, how, how will I say it? They're on perpendicular lines. Ooh, and uh, comedy and brains. Yeah, <laughs> and they just drift uh, back and forth on these tracks, and we do the scene however we want to, and you don't have to hit any marks or anything. And apparently, it's really easy to cut between cameras. When oh, you smart. Yeah, so anything can happen, and that's how we shot that barbecue scene. Oh. I'm drunk and like confronting Kenny Powers. Oh we did my that. gosh, we did that scene like I don't know six or seven times, and each time he just kept saying, "Just drunk or sloppier." Whoa, <laughs> that has to be yeah. so fun. Yeah, that was that was incredibly fun. And I never would have called that career trajectory for David Gordon Green. Looking at his early stuff, like George Washington is a great. Like slice of life Southern film, and like never would have thought that he would end up going into be like kind of the go to comedy director guy. I know. Did you see that movie? Oh shit! Ice Ice something Ice Storm. I don't know, but it was uh, it's oh my brain doesn't work. But it's it's the saddest movie in the world, and David Gordon Green directed it. Like, what is it about? It's about the death of a child, and Sam Rockwell is in it. Sam Rockwell, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I did see that. Oh, so Uh, it's so great. It's such a heavy drama. Uh, and that w- had just come out when I started working with him at Eastbound and Down. Oh my god! So I went to see it. I mean, I, or I rented it or whatever, and it was just like, wow, David, was that improvised? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think a lot of it was actually. Oh really? Sam Rockwell is drunk for a lot of it, and he's a genius. And I think he was probably improvising a lot of that, those drunk scenes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thunk? And then I think he did like Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Yes. It was all different from that point on. <laughs> Life like changer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's crazy. Yeah, fantastic. Well, review is super, super funny, and it really does play to your strengths. Like, I, I just love the kind of clinical, scientific approach he takes <laughs> yeah. to everything, while like literally just processing the emotions of like verbally, since he's documenting everything. It's just it works yeah. really great. 
And it's so exciting for you to have that show because I mean, I, I like, I'm sure so many people have been such a fan of yours in like all these things. You're popping up everywhere, and right. it feels like you have such a great handle on characters and being like such a funny straight man. Mm. And then now you get to do it all by yeah. yourself. Mostly. Oh yeah, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. We spent a lot of time talking about like. Um, who this character is and what's motivating him and uh, <laughs> just this feeling that he, he truly believes that this is for the good of humanity. <laughs> the only person in the world who can do it. And he sets up some rules for himself. We talked about that scene in Young Frankenstein where he goes, he says to Igor, I'm going to go in and talk to the monster. I'm going to deal with the monster now. And you're going to hear me say, open this door and let me out. But do, do not. not do it. Right. Yeah. Which is just such a funny introduction to a yeah. scene. Like, you know we're going to have fun. You just told me. We're, we're going to have yeah. fun. I'm going to beg to come out and you can't let me out. Like, here we go. There's the game. There we go. Here's yeah. the game. Yeah, so we that's kind of the dynamic that oh, that's awesome. started off with this show. He said to his <laughs> producer, like, there's going to be topics that come up I'm not going to want to do, but don't let me back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun. And you, you came up through UCB. Yeah. Uh, you're part of The Swarm, which yeah, I think I saw swarm. maybe 15 years ago in New York when I was oh visiting. Mm. Um, yeah. Great, great group of guys. Yeah. Uh, and Amy Poehler was your coach? That's right, yeah. This was like oh, 1997 or something like that. That we the UCB came to town in '96 and started teaching classes, and pretty soon Harold teams started to come together. And I, I was on one of the first Harold teams, and there, a bunch of guys were hanging out and getting to know one another. And, and uh, two guys, Andy Secunda and Mike Delaney, had an idea to combine their favorite improvisers together on a team and asked Amy Poehler to direct uh, to direct the show. That's a good idea. Yeah. And so it was me and Andy Secunda and Mike Delaney and Billy Merritt and Sean Conroy and Dave Blumenfeld and Katie Roberts and Aaron Bergeron and Joanne Morrison. That was the group. Yeah. That's a good group. It was funny, funny people. And we did, yeah, we did a show every Friday night there that was awesome. And it was a post-Fruitopian era. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that post-Fruitopian comedy that was really world. changing things up. Yes. Mudaka was there. He opened the show. <laughs> brought the bird along. <laughs> Can you imagine a world without Fruitopia? Pretty much now. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> I think it's in Australia and Canada, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's uh, let's do first. Okay, great. We do this every podcast. It's a different first in life. Uh, what was the first morning radio program or radio talk show you can remember being into? Ooh. Um, well, I know like in the 70s, me and my brother were listening to Imus and Howard Stern. They were together on a show. Oh, wow. In the oh, 70s whoa. in New York, yeah. Uh, I remember my brother had a poster that – must have been sent to him for free or maybe it was in Mad Magazine or something like that. It was an illustration of like a wacky morning zoo crew and both of those guys were on it. Whoa. Like super young Howard Stern and, uh, and Don Imus were both on that poster. Yeah. Yeah, we were into that. So, did you have to sneak it? Was it at all yeah, sneaky? Yeah, a little bit. I yeah. mean, yeah, my parents were a little laissez-faire. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they knew what we were listening to. But yeah, it was a little bit sneaky. Yeah. 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 How about you, Vanessa? What uh, was yours? I didn't really listen to much. I was so out of it. I wasn't cool. Um, but I remember. <laughs> well, wait a second. You're, you're, you're proposing that people that listen to morning radio or radio talk shows are like, that, those are the cool kids. Well, people, I feel like there you were kids that like, knew what songs were on the radio, and I never did that. Like, yeah. my parents just played records at the house. Like, we didn't like have radio on much. So it wasn't until a little later. I feel like I was in like eighth or ninth grade, and I had like a cool friend who did listen to the radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was like, <laughs> there was a call in show, like one of those top pop kind of shows where you would call in and request a song and they would play it. Yeah. And I got kind of obsessed with that because I wanted, it was in the era of like, uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Yeah. TLC Um, and I would request that song, and I think maybe Desiree, you gotta be, or that could have been before then. I don't know, but Great I remember song. calling in a lot, and then the radio guy, um, the DJ, I had gotten on the air like two days before, and then the day I called, he was gonna put me on the air again, but he asked me if I could lie about where I was from, so it sounded like a different Vanessa. Oh, like a, oh. a different town. So this was a very unpopular show, I guess. Not enough people were calling. <laughs> I in. guess so. <laughs> so I did. Yes. And my dad heard, oh. and he 
railed me for being a liar. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I said I was from a different county in Tennessee. Oh, my. <laughs> well, and these are the airwaves, you know. Yeah. You have to take that seriously. Yeah, yeah that's it's pretty bad. Well, the public airwaves. If, they, <laughs> if, if the public finds out that you lied on a radio show about where you were from in a call-in, it's going to be pitchfork, pitchforks, torches. <laughs> yeah, Lynch no mob mentality. Yeah, no kidding. You're going to have to wear a Scarlet L for liar. <laughs> you could be hauled in front of Congress, and rightly so. Right? Man, I was so ashamed of myself. I really did feel like such a sellout. My dad's like, what would possess you? To hear oh. your name spoken? That would make you lie? Like, I broke down. I was like, I am a bad, bad person. And uh, I have a very guilty conscience in general. So yeah. but I did something right, my parents. They really <laughs> guilted me good. <laughs> what about you, Cole? Uh, you know, I think for me it was, I would listen to a morning program just before I would go to school or whatever, in, like junior high school. And I'm from, like, well, that time I was living in Davis, which is near Sacramento. So it was just station there called Quad 106.5, which I listen to. And their morning show is Sean and Jeff, and they were funny guys. It wasn't too wacky. It wasn't fart noises coming off the soundboard. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely listened to them. And I like Dr. Menno a lot, too. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. But I think a lot of that I listened to like as a cassette, but occasionally I would find my way to find it on the FM radio dial. Cool, dude. I was like novelty songs. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. Sucker for a novelty song. Oh, yeah. I know I used to listen to, uh, what age was I? I'm probably like in seventh grade when I discovered Dr. Ruth, and I used to listen to Dr. <laughs> Ruth at night. <laughs> Another, like, under the covers. Yeah, like, so pathetic of a thing to do, like, for titillating reasons, because it really got hard. It got gross. Let's go to the pleasure chest. <laughs> it, was not, it was not a very sexy show. No. It was a lot of people calling in about the real concerns. <laughs> real adult concerns. I like your Dr. Ruth voice, though. I oh, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, see? It's more Edward G. Robinson, but... It's a real broad in my mind. <laughs> you didn't even try the German thing. Who needs to? Can I blame that on mommy brain? I've only been one for a week, but I feel like I can use Absolutely. my first excuse. Yes. Oh, you have a lifetime to get a My bad uh, Dr. Ruth impression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a bad way to use that card. <laughs> I, I revoke it. I'm sorry. That's true. I think you can hire stakes it a little bit. Yeah, out. okay. I will. It's not, it's not like you lied about where you're from on a radio oh, program. I really regret that. It was a cheap sellout. I should have had a backbone and said, no, no, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. Next caller. <laughs> Instead, I didn't do that. I said, I'm from All Good. I wasn't from All Good. Oh, what would possess you? <sighs> okay, Jesus, cool. Keep going. <laughs> All right, we'll do my questions. Which okay, this great. actually ties into review. Uh, I'm going to give you a list of various things in life, and I want right. to know how you, Andy Daly, would rate them. Okay. We'll weigh in as well. I, I, or is the scale of one to five, one to ten? What's we'll do one to five. Scale of one to we'll five. Ooh, like that's hard. <laughs> I feel like one to ten is so much easier to know where you fall. Well, but you know, you can cheat or you can go have these. Yeah, oh, that's you can good. Do two and okay. a half, yeah, whatever. That whole thing. Basically, one to ten when you do that. Uh, More uh, math. <laughs> we'll do the Leonard Malton scale. You can also do bomb. <laughs> half a wormy apple. You guys know that guy? Neil no. Rosen, New York one. His, his the lowest rating he'll give a movie is half a wormy apple. Whoa. Because he's, a, he's in the big apple, so it's kind of, I don't know. Oh, it's cute. It's steamy. <laughs> when, it's cute. I, when I was in high school, there I may have told this before, but it's really brief. Uh, there was this girl that would review movies for the paper, and oh, yeah. she was not very smart. Uh, she re- I just remember this one review of, of Reality Bites, because that oh, placed yeah. this in time, 91 or whatever. Uh, she said it starred uh, Ethan Hawke and Winona. Not Winona Ryder, but oh, Winona. Dear. And she gave it four thumbs up. And I'm like, you don't, you don't have that option. <laughs> Me and my buddy. Four stars, whatever. Not four thumbs. It made me so mad. But have you ever looked at her hands, to be fair? She did have so many thumbs. <laughs> wow. See, okay. Actually, she had 10 thumbs, so it wasn't a very good <laughs> No, She didn't like group. it. Yeah, All like, my thumbs, 40%. It's not very good. She had thumbs, some thumbs in a box. <laughs> <laughs> she was using her pinky thumbs. <laughs> that girl was all thumbs. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, all right, so here we go. Here we uh, go. Number one, cats. I got to give cats a pretty low rating. Yeah. Oh. Like like one star. I understand wow. they're cute. They're cute to look at, but I'm a little allergic to them. Mm. And I think they're... You know, you're wrong to take their claws out, yes, yes. but their yep. claws are fucking sharp. They are, and they as have are claws. their teeth. Yeah. So, and plus, their litter boxes don't smell great. And they're in the house. And they're in the house. I'm anti cat. Boom. I'm going to go the opposite. Give them five. What? Whoa. Oh. 
Uh, all, all valid points, Andy. Thank all you. All valid points. Uh, one, they're litter boxes because they're they're litter trained. They take care of that themselves. All you got to do is periodically take it out. It's not like dogs that are like ah, all the time. Okay, um, I'm taking. If you're not allergic, that's great. They're loving when you want them to be, but they will also leave you alone. Uh, and their claws are easy to just kind of periodically just snip the ends of them. Doesn't hurt them. Good. It's fine. And then they don't really claw you. I'm gonna fall out of three on cats. Okay. I think I like them. I've had a few good relationships with cats, but yeah. I'm a dog person through and through. Yeah. The litter box thing gets me. Yeah. And I have some psychological stuff. I need to be needed. If I have a pet, I need them to want me oh, so bad. Yeah. Cats don't do that. So do you have a dog? What? Yeah, yeah, I got two. Well, mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see how that relationship changes now that you have a baby. <laughs> so far, I like the baby better. Yeah, see? <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I was really worried the whole time I was pregnant. I was like, there's no way I can think a baby is as cute as these dogs. Yeah. And then I don't you have, have room it. in my heart for a baby. But when your baby puts a saddle on one of those dogs. Oh, oh little noodles. Around the house. We forget for long stretches that we have a dog. Now, yeah. Now that we have uh, children. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Long stretches. <laughs> the dog is long dead. Like a, like a summer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two, stamp collecting. Ooh, stamp collecting. I've never done it. <laughs> I'm going to give it five stars. Whoa. I think it sounds great. <laughs> what Doesn't a thing sound- to do. No, wait, let me, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna go for it because I think there's the potential to become obsessive and have it take over your life. And for that reason only, i got to shave off one star. But otherwise... Stamps. There's there's artwork on them. Uh, there's you know there's a connection to the past. Uh, it's worldly. Yeah, it's worldly. I would love to sit with some some dude and have him show me their stamp collection. That's never happened to me in my life. Uh, <laughs> That's too bad. It is. It is too bad. You live I'm, a small, small life, sir. <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up for it. I like it. Right. No stars. Wow. Take Stamps a are stupid. Ooh. Next. <laughs> wow. I honestly feel like that. I'll side with Andy to give it about four. I did yeah. collect when I was a kid for a little bit. Oh, did you? Yeah. Not stuff that was necessarily that valuable, but stuff yeah. like, oh, here's a, stamp, a sheet of Lion King stamps from Uganda or whatever. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's just interesting artwork and things like that. But, yes. But yeah. Yes. Uh, no. Right. No. You're going to get so many angry emails from stamp collectors. Bring them on. Uh, no. I would love to get in that fight. There you go. <laughs> Number three, camping. Oh, camping. I feel wistful about it because when my wife and I got married, one of the things we registered for was camping equipment because we imagined ourselves going oh. camping. We've been married 10 years and have never gone camping. <laughs> yeah. We once set up the tent in the backyard, got in, it was like, it's hot in here. <laughs> Where's the bed? <laughs> That's the closest we ever came to camping. So it's something we may at some point maybe do, but I'm not, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not interested in camping. I, I like the idea nice of idea. waking up. In, in in the quiet and nature and beauty and stuff like that. But I think the reality of it is more that you're in fucking crowdy, smelly uh, campsites. Oh, yeah. yeah. Full of people that are too cheap to spring for a hotel. And seeing their RVs out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It sounds rough to me. i got to give that a half a star. There you go. Yeah, I'll give it like one star. One, one and a half maybe. Because yeah. there's, there's aspects of it. Like I like being out and hiking around a little bit, but I don't enjoy these mosquitoes. I don't enjoy oh, the... Man possible sunstroke i don't enjoy setting up camp i definitely don't enjoy getting up in the morning and not having a shower i really hate yeah. that part of it i like camping yeah, I, feel like- <laughs> I do like yeah. camping i haven't been since i've been here though so it's been eight years since uh-huh. i've gone camping but i have so many fond memories of it my pa- my parents would take us camping and then i liked it in college too but we have like very limited space in our apartment and john and i have two sleeping bags and some camping stuff that we like refuse to get rid of even though we keep having the talk like are we really going to do this yeah. we're not ready to admit that we'll never do it yeah no neither are we yeah. we still have yeah. <laughs> it's like no, no 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 we could you know what next weekend we might get a wild hair <laughs> we're not going to do that well, we're never going to do it next. all right number four bathroom attendants Oh jeez, I'm I'm very much against them. I I I have tried. I have searched my soul <laughs> to <laughs> to come up with a reason for for those people. Mm-mm. What is the what is the yeah. purpose of that position? There is abs- to make you uncomfortable, right? Yeah, it's a rude position. It is rude to hire. Rude to go on the interview. 
<laughs> it really, yeah, it's no benefit. I'm, yeah, totally anti. Half star. Yeah, me too. I don't like to feel like I have to pay to use the restroom because no. I feel like a dick. Or to be observed tip. in the right, restroom of, of all rooms. Yes. Who's just like, guys, I really need a, a pack of juicy fruit gum. <laughs> oh, thank God you're here, sir. Right. Hand sanitizer. Oh, I've sir. never, I've never been glad to see you. I would like to try a little of that cologne sample. Oh, who's doing that? <laughs> Why? That's crazy. Hey, what'd you do while you were in the bathroom? You smell great. <laughs> I just, no I just stars. hate the whole like, okay, I'm washing my hands here. Oh, you, you gave me the paper towels, great. But now I feel like I have to reach into my wallet and put a dollar in your jar. Oh. Like, I have a you know pretty sad little bladder, so I might be back here two or three sure. times. Oh. If I come back that many times, like now do I, I have feel to really keep cheap. established a precedent. Yeah. And do I feel like I need to say, like, I'm, I'm going to tip you at the end of the night. I will be back. Right. <laughs> like what? I it just feels I don't like to be uncomfortable. I will be back. But what uh, is it more common in men's rooms than women's rooms, I wonder? Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, it's like the rich man's homeless man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the rich man's homeless man. I give it no stars. It's a great miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Rich man, homeless man. Uh, all right. Gambling. Uh, totally anti-gambling. I can't stand it. Yeah. Have I, you had bad experiences or just uh, No, no. I, I once went to, I was in New Orleans with a friend and I was like, let's do some, there's a riverboat like, like attached to the hotel, but it's not a real riverboat. It's like some scam, you know, like. It's like the golf, mini golf version of a riverboat. Well, there's a thing where they say like, there is no gambling within the, the city except on the water. You can do it on right. the water. So they build a permanent structure in the water that looks like a boat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Loophole. Yeah, right. So, uh. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I had forty dollars. I said I'm willing to blow forty dollars, and if I lose it all, no big deal. But who knows? Maybe I'll make a little money. <laughs> and I sat down at a blackjack table, and it was gone in ten minutes. And oh my gosh! I, I mean, at that moment, I was just like, I will never do this again because I see what happens. Like you, you know, you put up a barrier. I won't lose beyond this point. And you go, well, but that was so quick, and that made me. Forty more dollars. Uh, <laughs> I could make it back. Yeah, no. yeah, and the whole idea of like, well, I will hit soon, so right. I should just keep doing uh, this until I, I my luck changes. Plus, clearly, if you go to Las Vegas, it, I mean, it is obvious you're not going to win it by your surroundings. Yes, it exists <laughs> yeah. because you lose. Absurd <laughs> opulence of everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're going to lose. Fountains, lights. This city was not built on losing money. <laughs> I'll give it like two and a half stars, oh. and here's why: because I feel like certain things need some sort of stakes, or they're not enjoyable whatsoever. Like if you're playing poker and there's no buy-in whatsoever, everybody's just going to call everything, and you'll never like beat somebody by bluffing. You'll never not like if they that have kind of stuff. Intellectual integrity. <laughs> That's the difference. And if you put ten bucks on some NCAA March Madness brackets, you actually care about basketball for a couple of weeks. Oh, well, here's what too. I do, and I got it in hot water for this in college, but I, I did this as a policy. I would make bets but then I don't pay when I lose. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I, and I also don't collect if I win. Like oh, we put well, that's down ten fair. theoretical dollars, but then like if I win, I'm just ah, that's fine. Bitcoin. I don't want before Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just to make it a little more fun. <laughs> Give some just something to say. I'm not really going to lose money on that. But just yeah, yeah. I don't like gambling. I don't like it at all. I have no use for that adrenaline if there is that adrenaline. And I have some of my good friends are like poker players, yeah. which. But they're doing it, like, very intelligently. They're not just, like, playing for fun. It's their life. But when I go to visit them, they want to have fun in Vegas and, like, you know, let's go play blackjack. Like, give me the Vegas experience. But I don't want to spend money. No way. And they'll try to give me money to be like, here, just just spend a little at that. No. No. I'm going to go buy a soda pop if you're giving me that money (laughs) because then I know I'm getting a soda pop. Yeah. I am not, like, all that careful about my money. I blow money on stupid (laughs) things, but it does not feel good to lose money to a gambling enterprise. Yeah, Yeah. right. It doesn't feel good. I hear you. Uh, Number six, robots. Oh, robots. I got to say I'm anti-robots. Am I just in a negative frame of mind here? Well, because I think they're they're coming for us. They're coming for us. (laughs) Anytime I see a successful robot, like, there was a thing... (laughs) There was a robot that beat Gary Kasparov at chess, and all the programmers were applauding, cheering. I'm like, you are cheering on your own demise. You taught a machine to, to defeat us. The thing, like on Jeopardy, like that deep whatever oh, yeah. the robot, Watson. Did. Watson, yeah. it's terrifying. 
That's horrible. You're making humanity obsolete. Yeah, but just ask Watson how he feels and it'll explode. Oh. <laughs> well, there's something you can look it up on YouTube. There's, some, <laughs> there's amazing footage of some demonstration of a robot climbing up the stairs. And he just completely falls over. And it's obviously like this thing weighs 300 pounds and lands with a crash. And it's just... I, the humans so, applaud. Yes. It is so gleeful to watch it. That, I, that, that makes me know I hate robots. I got this on you, buddy. <laughs> I don't have a robot opinion. I guess I don't like them. I think they're cute as a toy. Like, I would like the way a robot looks, but I don't want him to have any function. Uh-huh. Sure, yes. You know? I like the aesthetic, the yeah. robot. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cool and, like, pop culture and but yeah yeah i don't know like if they ever become sentient we're in trouble of yeah well, but i do enjoy it's coming it's coming i do enjoy ro- very soon the genie is out of the bottle <laughs> i do enjoy robots or whatever when people pronounce it that way oh yeah i do like that yeah too. that's robots. good robots. I, I like it when they do people s- say that well yeah. it was a thing in the 50s a yeah. little bit more like oh. you'll, you'll see it on old tv shows well, he's got a robot in there. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's yeah. pretty adorable. We're under attack from robots. I wish I hadn't named the baby. Oh, robot. robot. It's not too late. <laughs> little go. robot. Oh. Robot Raglan? I love it. Uh, all right. Beach bonfires. Ooh, I like a beach bonfire. Sure. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Have I ever sat around a beach bonfire? I think I've only uh, viewed them covetously from afar. <laughs> That's why you like them. That's why I like them. Unattainable. Oh, yeah. I've the seen one them that got away. catalogs. I know they're good. Uh, yeah. I, gotta, I mean, I can't give it five stars because I don't think I've ever sat right. around a beach bonfire. But I will give it four and a half stars for what I think it's like. You guys, I'm going to go low on this one. What? How could it be I don't like too? sand. And I don't like smelling like smoke the next day. I'm the same way. And I don't like the wow. thought of eating something that's going to have sand in it. Ugh. I'm impressed. I, I like. I mean, it did. It does. I like the smell of the smoke then. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like coming home and then the whole next day, like, I, whoa, Jesus, my jacket smells terrible. I smelled like that. Get, yeah. Uh, but you were far points. away, so you had no idea. Those are good you had points. no idea. I just, I just told my wife that I hate going to the beach, and she was like, "How did I not know this?" <laughs> but yeah, sand. I'm not a big sand guy. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. High fives. Nah. No thanks. <laughs> it's just a painful handshake. And there's so many ways it can go wrong. Yeah. I yeah. really don't I'm like it. If you miss them. a little, I'm not either. Yeah. And then I kind of, if I miss a little, I want to do a redo. You know. Yeah. But. You have to kind of talk that through with someone like, hey, can, can we go again? I'm right. Like, <laughs> well, here's where the high five comes in handy uh, with a child because you don't want to shake oh, a child's hand. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, That's smart. unrewarding. <laughs> <laughs> Little schmoozy. But like, you know, the, the son of a friend of yours, you high five. There. And it's See, like I'll a trick it, for them, too. Yeah, that's They fine. know how to do I'll that. give it four stars. I do enjoy a good <gasps> oh. high five, but Whoa. I won't give it a full five because you, some people are dicks and slap too hard. Mm-hmm. Or we'll leave you hanging. And then there's nothing worse than like being that guy who's like, eh, nobody's giving you them. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I would say a clear majority of my high fives are half high fives. They're like, we, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we mostly miss. Oh, yeah. And that's just Well, and sometimes horrible. people try to make it more complicated. You're going in and then they do a, let's slide it into a little shaking motion oh, with our right. hands. And, we got to talk yeah, about it please, beforehand. Please let's let get, me let's know. Let's make a plan. Is this just an in and out <laughs> high five? Be? Is there a little denouement? If you've got some complicated handshake, you always do. Just get, tell me. Send and, me a video. And the yeah. old like down low, too slow, which is just like, you know, modern day pull Stupid. my finger. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. That's a middle finger. That's what that is. Yeah, that's a middle a finger middle to me. Finger. <laughs> uh, brunch. Oh, that's funny. Brunch. <laughs> well, because brunch is a, a thing of the past now with kids because our kids wake up at like 6, 6.30. Oh. We got to eat early. Like yeah. there's no such thing as rolling out of bed. This is, the, this is your new world. Oh, no. I really like brunch. Uh, well, forget it. <laughs> forget it, sister. <laughs> You're not going to be Not happy. worth it. No. Uh, nah, I used to like it. I used to like it in my 20s. When, you know, when you get drunk on a Saturday yeah. night and Sunday, you're just sort of sobering up and meeting people again. Potatoes. and Yeah, mm. sure. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll say fuck brunch, no stars. Oh. Whoa. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You, have, you got a stamp feeling for them. All these motherfuckers yeah, yeah, standing yeah. around yeah. for a an hour right. to get waffles in Hollywood just makes me crazy. Hollywood. And then the menu is just yep. like, I don't really, like. it's sort of that in-between time where like, I'm kind of ready for a burger now, but instead yes. you make me want to have a breakfast burrito mm. and a mimosa. No, no, I don't yeah. want to start drinking now. It's wow. too early. I, also, uh, if it wasn't for brunch, there'd be no such thing as the Egg Benedict, and that is disgusting. I actually like it. Oh, you guys, you can't get along. <laughs> that was a download too slow. That's the only thing I like. Holiday sauce, I'm anti. Yeah. Holiday sauce. All right. All right. 
I like brunch because I don't like breakfast. That's one of the biggest problems in my marriage. John's favorite meal to eat out is breakfast. Ooh. My, I have no interest in getting up and getting ready to go oh. eat food when I like my breakfast just so and I like it at home. Yeah. And I also like to have a morning, like a quiet morning. Yeah. Don't like to get in the hustle bustle or a car. Uh-huh. But brunch, it's like, oh, I'm awake. I've already kind of done my stuff, had my little time. Yeah. And then I get to be drinking. But apparently I don't get to do that anymore. Would you be open to him having a, br- a breakfast wife? Just a different yes. wife? Yes, I've offered him all breakfast. sorts of wives. Okay. And he wants me to be that person, which oh. is unfair. Oh, yeah, that's too much. That's a burden. Okay. See, I enjoy breakfast food at 1 a.m. Like eggs. What a putty and- guy. <laughs> but no, but like that kind of food. Like yeah. you go to Denny's at 1 a.m. And then that's uh-huh. when you get like, you know... Eggs and bacon and that kind of. I like it then, but mm. I just don't. I'm not that hungry in the morning when I get up, so it's hard for me to eat breakfast and then, yeah, pretty much a lunch and go guy. There well, you go. There you go. All right, so one many more. controversial All opinions. Right. Yeah, roller coasters. I'm anti roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's a real good chance that those are not maintained very well. Yep. <laughs> I, feel, I, I mean, I think I, I'm just taking on faith that somebody is taking airplanes seriously, but I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's necessarily someone like that for everyone. I think coaster. it's the dropouts from airplane school. Wanted something a little easier. Let's <laughs> right. just build a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, I feel like somewhere in there, some you know, some dude at some point just knocked off a little bit early on the, on his day to inspect the roller coasters. So. Yeah, not worth it. No. They you right. have to wait in line. It's mm-hmm. hot, and then sometimes you get oh, sometimes you have to get wet on a roller coaster. You guys, that is the worst. Oh yeah, that's the that combo. So now it would be wet. And you get shaken around. Yeah. I'm just not built for that. I don't like the way it feels. And what? why is that worth it for five minutes? I can't imagine. Right. And if you, if you like it, it's over too fast. It's yeah. always over too fast. I'll give coasters two stars. Okay. Because there's a few that I enjoy. I love Space Mountain. I like Space Mountain. I will Mountain go on too. that over and over again. I like things that are fast, like the speed of it and stuff. I don't like the sensation of my stomach dropping. <coughs> oh, no. So ones that have massive hills or things that are based on yeah. drops, I can't stand. Well, there's also just such peer pressure if you're in a group at Disney to yeah. like enjoy it. So I do try to enjoy it, but the truth is I don't like it. It makes me sad and scared. And every time when you're doing the click, 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 I always think, well, God, if this is it, be merciful and make it quick. Like (laughs) when I drop down, don't let me break my neck and still dangle from a tree living. Oh. That's a very specific fantasy. It is very. I don't like that. Sound. I'm glad you worked that all out. It sounds real bad. It's so bad to me, and I can see it so clearly. Like that's the way I go. Oh, it takes a long, long time, and people are taking pictures, and my stomach is hanging out because my shirt's falling down. Oh, it's the worst. Okay. You do hear those like horror stories of people that have like <laughs> lost limbs or died on roller coasters yes, because they're yeah. morons. They do things that you're not supposed to I do on a roller coaster. They push the limits of the coaster. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stand up on this one. <laughs> right. Oh, oops. Oh, uh, I'm that's how you now. lose the top of your head. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's time for my questions. Oh. There's five of them. Ooh, ooh. And uh, just follow your heart. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? I never met an Olsen twin. No. <sighs> okay. <laughs> It's okay. Um, You have angered a wizard, and he's making you choose between one of two punishments. Great. Either you are a coon dog crypt keeper for the next 10 years of your life. What does that even mean? You guard the coon dog graveyard. You know, I've been to the coon dog Exactly. You know that? I did know that. And I was like, I wonder how he feels about that. Just to be Alabama? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess that you have to feel that experience again and think, for 10 years, I'm doing that. 10 years? Yeah. But then you get to have your regular life. After okay, that. after that. And you can move your family with you oh, to uh-huh. do this. Or you have milky, milky breasts for two years that you have to pump every, two, every four hours. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd go down to Tuscumbia, Alabama. Yeah, I would. I it think you made the right with, choice. With milky breasts for me oh, as yeah. an actor. It'd be hard to work down there in Tuscumbia. <laughs> but I'd have a job. I'm guarding a graveyard. There you go. Coondog, Coondog graveyard. graveyard. Yeah. I can't believe that's a real thing. Yep, it's a real thing. It's <laughs> real weird. It's a bunch of, you know, the old, good old boy hunters, coon hunters down there who have grown attached to their dogs that know how to tree coons. And they, uh, <laughs> they set up a special graveyard to bury them in. These, these gentlemen are elderly. <laughs> elderly gentlemen. I, in fact, I wonder what the next generation of people taking care of the coon dog graveyard is. I, I'm not sure. It's just Future an app. is not bright. It's just an app. It's an app. <laughs> yep, that's it. Well, sentient machines. That's what they're going to do first. 
Okay. If you were made to be a principal of a school, okay. because you've been principals before, I people have. like you as that. Sure. Uh, would you go elementary, middle, or high school? And also, you get to instate one policy that really raises eyebrows. Ooh. <laughs> neep, 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 neep. It would be high school, and my policy would be uh, that the something like... Kids no can fatties. make their own hours. Oh. Yeah, kids can make their own hours. Five-hour school week. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's good for you as a principal, too. No, 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 no. They're figuring it out. It's just like if it makes sense for you to roll in at 10, do that. Like if you, if you want a little extra sleep, if you're up late, you know, whatever. That's cool. Just get the work done. What a cool you know? guy. Yeah, that would be my Very thing. cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, if you can pick any character that someone else played... From any project you've done, oh. and have them join Forrest McNeil. Okay, so it's like, oh, you could bring Kenny Powers okay. with you, or you know what I mean, something like this. And you're going to review money laundering. Who is your sidekick, and uh, how would you launder money? This is a hard. I write hard-hitting questions. So you're talking about any project I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. There's another character in that. You get to pick any character from something you've been in. I know it's really hard. And he's going to be Forrest McNeil's rem- sidekick. I don't have a good memory of other things I've been in. That's part of the problem. Hey, Transformers? Be, 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 be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take Bumblebee. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a head scratcher. I'm sorry. It's, I mean, I might just say Kenny Powers and, and say he and I will money launder because you gave me that answer. That's but what, how would you I, launder the money? Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god. We gosh. laundered through the high school that I'm the principal of. Oh, perfect. Oh, I- <laughs> so that was easy. You, you snuck it, but I'll take it. This is your final question. All right, good. Are you ready? Yep. You are going to turn any scripted show on television improvised for one episode, and Ooh. you get to guest star. Oh, my God. What an amazing... What an amazing... What a, what a great idea that is. Right? That should happen. And that would be such a great stunt. Yeah. I, I would tune in. A scripted show becomes... Impro- maybe, maybe, maybe... I hmm. could totally fuck up the mythology and the lore going forward. Too. <laughs> oh God, we have to we have to live up to that episode. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know why, but I'm just going to say Louie because it's my favorite. Oh, that's great show. Good. Yeah. yeah, and you get to guest yeah. star. I get to guest something. star and just fully improvise an episode of Louie. Oh, that would be so Yeah, or Jeopardy. Or Jeopardy, a fully improvised Jeopardy. Mr. <laughs> Beck's just winging the questions out there. Uh, what's, what am I thinking about? I don't know. You did it. You did the podcast. You did oh, well, right. Thank through. you. It was fun. Uh, people can follow you on Twitter. Yes, they can. At TV's Andy Daly. That's right. Whoa. D-A-L-Y. Pretty cool. Don't put that E in there, that I in there. Stupid people. <laughs> Gosh. And you have a website. Oh, yeah, andydaily.com. There you go. And you have your own TV show. Oh, yeah. A review. Review, Comedy Central, Thursdays at 10, 9 Central. And if you want to hear the other myriad of ways you can find it, rewind on your cassette player to the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) And go to Earwolf because you have a podcast there that is doing rather well. Oh, my God. I'm so busy. You are so busy. Yeah. And your father. No wonder you forget the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Brunch is off the table. (laughs) Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, too. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thanks for being here, Andy. Thank you so much. That was super fun. You're so welcome. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.